Welcome to Startup to Scale, a podcast by Food Bevy. I'm your host, Jordan Buckner. Join me as I talk to aspiring entrepreneurs, seasoned industry experts, and everyone in between as we unlock the keys to growing from startup to scale. Hey everyone, Jordan here with the Startup to Scale podcast and excited for today's episode, which is all about the power of affiliate marketing. If you're listening to this and you have tried an affiliate marketing program before doing it yourself and failed, this episode is for you to learn why that happens, what success looks like, and how to actually build a system that's scalable for your brand. Joining me for this conversation is Kelsey Ayers, who is the CEO of Rexy, and Rexy helps to teach people and brands how to actually build effective affiliate marketing programs. Kelsey, welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Jordan. I'm excited to have this discussion today. So I know I gave a really quick intro, but would love for you just to set the context and give maybe a uh, 30 second overview of what Rexy is and what you do. Yeah, so we help brands of all uh, sizes and across all industries to design, set up, launch, manage, and scale organic affiliate marketing programs. So, um, you you know, affiliate marketing can be a really broad term. Um, So a lot of people have tried affiliate marketing, but what we're really, really focused on is the organic affiliate who is only paid on commission, um, which really helps um, our brands to leverage word of mouth marketing and social sharing in a very risk-free way. I love that. And right, it's the one of the holy grails. If you can get your customers not only to tell other people about your products, but actually benefit from using and promoting it, then you can really unlock this virality that grows. But oftentimes that's so hard to to do. Um, So maybe let's start out like who are some of the companies either that you've worked with or you've seen who are doing affiliate programs really well in kind of a modern way and what does success look like for them? Yeah. So I think success in affiliate marketing can really look a number of different ways. We have clients that come to us and they are strictly focused on major brand awareness. They may not be simply focused on, they may be doing really well on Amazon and their focus may be, you know, we're not really necessarily focused on driving traffic or sales directly to our direct-to-consumer site. Instead, we just want to use our affiliate program to create a ton of brand awareness so that when someone's scrolling through Amazon, we're the first brand that they notice. We have other clients that come to us and their primary focus is uh, gathering a ton of user-generated content. You know, we're working or we're working with brands who are living in a time where the consumers are extremely conscious and they know that having more content, showing people enjoying products and people that they can relate to enjoying products is of so much more value than a single sale. So success is really relative to that brand, but I will give a couple examples. So we work with a brand um, called um, Happy Nuts. Uh, They are very big on Amazon um, and they came to us and said, you guys, our number one goal is to get build a massive library of user-generated content. So we built their program custom to that. Um, What I mean by that is what we required uh, 
affiliates to do during the onboarding process was to create a piece of content in order to join the program. So each program that we build out is very custom to that brand's goals, and that can transition over time. Um, another brand that we're working with was, was focused on pulling Amazon customers directly to their direct-to-consumer site. Um, and obviously there's restrictions with, you know, you know, sending out mailers and things like that to Amazon. Um, so what we had to do was um, really just focus on adding so much value to the affiliate offer um, that these uh, affiliates would get on this direct-to-consumer site that they couldn't turn down this opportunity. So success could be in the form of revenue, user-generated content, brand awareness, um, but really it kind of, it really just differs for every brand. That's a really great kind of overview of what's possible. You know, I like the different perspective of having multiple goals because a lot of brands might come in and say, all right, I want to drive sales, right? <laughs> For a lot of companies, it's like, I need more sales to do anything else uh, to reach this break, break line point. But I think those ideas like using, um, getting kind of creator content in UGC that you can then use elsewhere is really powerful. Um, or, you know, the idea of driving sales to Amazon or potentially even retail. Have you worked with any brands who are just creating lots of content, but finding, finding some way of uh, driving that to retail or is it mostly online? Yeah, no, we actually work with right now. We're honestly a 50, 50 mix of both, um, uh, CPG products and uh, services. So we're working with, right now we're working with a cybersecurity company. Um, we're working with a, a med spa and that's, they only have two locations in Arizona. Um, so yeah, we, we can structure this really any way. This kind of goes back to the, the, the term affiliate marketing being very broad because essentially like it's, someone doesn't have to take a code in a link to an online checkout for this to be an affiliate program. For, so for in the, in the case of the uh, the med spa, um, we were looking for people with a reach that would also target people that were more localized. So even if they were saying, you know, they were, someone was based in Miami, but this uh, med spa was in Phoenix, Arizona, they probably still have a large enough reach that they may be able to hit a few people in that localized region. And the ticket is high enough that, you know, with three to four conversions a month, um, this affiliate program paid for itself. So yeah, I mean, it definitely works both ways. And again, it just comes back to each one of these is unique and there's no one size fits all with affiliate marketing. Let's get into why these programs often don't work because I can't tell you like how many brands I've talked to who are like, hey, I'm going to start doing affiliate. And then like a month later, I reach out and they're like, yeah, I've stopped it already. Right? Like they don't even give the time to it. So when you, when brands have kind of come to you or say like, hey, affiliate doesn't work for me, what are you finding is typically the problem? There's a few and I will, I will list them off. So um, number one would be that they're impatient. <laughs> Affiliate marketing is definitely a long game. Don't get me wrong. We have worked with several unicorn brands where in the first 30 days, we've created as much as, you know, 170,000 plus dollars in affiliate generated revenue. Or with another brand, we've had, you know, 150 social shares on the first day of launching the program. That doesn't happen all the time. It definitely can, but in most, in most of those cases, the, the founder was pretty well known. The brand already had, a, had quite a bit of brand awareness. So they were started, they weren't really starting from scratch. Um, when it, when we see it not working is the impatience of not being able to put in the time with these people. You have to understand that these people are becoming salespeople for your brand. When have we ever expected one of uh, hired a salesperson and expected them to go out and create a million dollars of sales in their first day or their, even their first month? And that's when we're paying them like upfront too. <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly. So it, it, yeah, you're, you're paying them upfront in this case. We have to give these people time to condition their audience to this new product. And we're finding right now that it takes about six to eight touch points on average for an affiliate to convert one of uh, someone in their audience. So we have to give these people time and education and the nurturing and keeping them excited about the program in order for this to work. So the impatience would be number one. Number two is if the person does not, let's just give an example here that this person is selling a $10 product and they have 10%, they're gonna give the affiliate 10% commission. Well. Obviously, that's really hard to incentivize an affiliate unless they have a massive reach in this in a very, very niche space. When we work with brands like this, we can still make it work. If they are, if they have some other um, uh, creative incentives that we can build into the program. For example, we worked with a supplement company. It was a $7 product. They were offering 10% commission, obviously not a huge incentive to affiliates. However, they said that if uh, someone reached a threshold of $30,000 in sales, they were going to give away a Tesla. So they were going to give away a car. This, this brand was really well known on Amazon. So they had the capital to be able to do that. But if you don't, you'll have to come up with some other creative ways to keep your affiliates engaged and incentivized to keep performing. Um, and then lastly, um, it's, it's the companies that aren't really willing to um, interact and, and have um, you know that community aspect to this. Every single brand at this point or at most brands has an affiliate program. If they don't, I, I truly believe they're falling behind. Most brands do have affiliate marketing programs in some sense, even if that's like influencer marketing, referral marketing, uh, partners, anything like that. What we're finding is that if someone is not able to nurture that community, there's such a large turnover of, as, of, of affiliates that you're never really getting the traction that you would if you were to nurture these people and engage with them. That's why we find it really important to hire a community manager or someone to engage with these people on a daily or weekly basis. I love all those. And for a lot of companies, there's probably all three of those hitting at the same time yeah. <laughs> where they're, they have the wrong expectations. They have a low kind of basket size or product ring. They're starting with low brand awareness and they're not dedicating the time, right? Because right. a lot of founders are, they're busy. They'll try out things. If it doesn't have immediate success, they'll often try to, to move on. Yeah. Um, one thing that's interesting, you said, one of my favorite things that I've tried doing, I haven't scaled it yet. Um, but it was to use UGC content from affiliates and actually run paid ads using their content with their permission. But yeah. then not only that, but actually putting in their affiliate code as the coupon code to use so that they are like, oh, I'm incentivized by creating great content and they're rewarded for that content um, yeah. for being able to drive sales. Yeah, we actually use this strategy quite a bit um, when we're working with some of our full service uh, uh, brands and we'll work with their digital marketing teams. Their digital marketing team will tell us what kind of content that they're looking for. And then what we'll do is we will run a, a contest and say, you know, the person who creates the best piece of content and delivers it to us over the next seven days is going to win. Maybe it's a gift card. Maybe it's a product bundle. Maybe it is a cash prize, whatever, it, whatever works for that, that brand or is in that brand's budget. But that is a great way to incentivize affiliates to continually create new content and very good content. 
Um, and it also, it, it does the, the number one thing that ke keeps these affiliates engaged, which is highlight them. Everyone loves to be recognized. And you can do that not only with digital ads, you could do that on your website, you can do it on your social media accounts, but it's a great way to keep these affiliates excited and engaged and really eager to continue to create more content. I'm curious, what do you think about some of the out-of-the-box loyalty software that you find like on Shopify apps? Like I know smile.io is like one of the big ones that people just kind of like click set up on their website once and forget about, but then it like, doesn't do anything. I've been guilty of that and set it up and literally had like maybe one extra sale maybe come through from the rewards program. Um, what do you think of software like that? Well, I think it's really similar to just setting up an affiliate marketing software and then just expecting it to run itself right? Like we, you, you can't just set it up and expect it to just take off. There has to be some sort of like, again, going back to like the nurturing, there has to be some sort of, of, of campaign that's built around that to show people the benefit. I mean, we as consumers are just flooded with opportunities and sales and, and, and everything on a daily basis and ads, you know, we need, we need direct instructions on why this will benefit us. And I think that that's why also we're seeing affiliate marketing be so beneficial to brands right now is because there's just so much to choose from. But if I'm looking at, you know, 20 pair of 20 different pair of yoga pants and trying to make a decision and my best friend sends me a text and says she loves Lululemon. Well, I'm going to buy Lululemon then because I heard it directly from her. So I think the power of just influence and word of mouth marketing right now is so strong because we just are so overstimulated with options. So let's kind of jump into how to actually build an effective affiliate system. I know at Rexy, you have a frameworks system with two X's, which I love, um, that kind of breaks down the different steps that you need. So walk me through what are those steps of building a good system? Yeah, so what we focus on in our framework system is our proprietary system that um, we created. Um, I actually created this system back in 2017 with my own product-based business, um, and I used that to scale my business, and it, I tripled my revenue in 30 days and was like, okay, definitely on to something here. Uh, started freelancing and doing that for other brands, and I, now 2022, going into 2023, we are our Rexy, and we, we have titled this our framework system. So our framework system is focused on the design of the program, meaning creating an affiliate offer unique to your brand, um, coming up with a custom onboarding system, getting really clear on who your affiliate is and how we're going to reach them, uh, meaning what channels we're going to reach them on, um, setting up your affiliate marketing so uh, tracking software um, that that's actually a really small piece that I think a lot of people get hung up on. Uh, it doesn't matter what software you're using. There's obviously going to be the higher ticket soft software that has a lot more functionality, or there's going to be free software like Shopify Collabs that is you know, lower functionality, but very easy to use and maintain. Um, and then we have uh, brands that we actually have to build out custom tracking for um, because they don't have an online checkout. So it, it, we'll set that up, we'll customize it to you, and we'll build that into your onboarding process. Then we'll actually build an entire marketing campaign around the launch of your program. Some of our brands come to us and they are wanting to use affiliate marketing to scale their brand. And some of our brands come to us and they are wanting to use affiliate marketing to actually launch their brand. We can do both. If we are launching with affiliates, we do kind of uh, manipulate this structure a little bit so that we can bring on affiliates before the launch of the actual brand and actually use them in lieu of ad spend to gain a ton of brand awareness in a very niche, niche space. Um, this can be really, really beneficial to, um, to, to products in a niche space like supplements or, or food and bev. 
then we will go into the management and scaling of the affiliate program. This is where we get into how to nurture your affiliates, how to engage with them, how to um, build and scale your affiliate community, um, how to uh, supply them with educational material, how to um, um, keep them um, active in your community and continually creating content. So that's the overview of what our framework system looks like. Okay, I love that. So kind of starts with design, which is all about setting the goals and the structure and, and kind of expectations. Setup is finding kind of the best software so you can track everything. Launch is creating the plan of kind of engaging with the affiliates, creating content, and then managing and scaling it as it grows. Yeah. Um, how do you find affiliates for, for the campaigns? Yeah, great question. Um, number of different ways so very brand dependent so we'll work with um if it's a, a food and bev company um, we'll first start with your customers and sometimes when we say that people are like oh so you're just going to ask my customers to become affiliates and we're, we say yes it's a great starting point one of the biggest value adds to an affiliate who is potentially going to join your program is that there's a community you look at brands like gymshark or um uh, lululemon is a great example um revolve those are all huge affiliate marketing programs because of the people who are in them, not so much the perks and incentives that they get as the affiliate or ambassador. So we want people in that community in order to jumpstart the program. So we'll first start with what we call like the, the low hanging fruit, which is your customers and we'll onboard them and we'll give them exclusive perks and discounts and because they've already been customers. Then we will actually go out and organically find these people individually on a one by one basis. This is something that nobody else in our space is doing. And it's because it's very time consuming. Um, it is, it, it takes, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of bandwidth. However, we have found that it is much more beneficial and pro provides a lot more uh, profit in the long run than dipping into an affiliate marketing database. Um, I think that's where a lot of people go wrong is they just want to look for a list of people who want to represent their brand, but that takes away the entire personalization factor here and really the relationship aspect to this, which is what we're leveraging. So we reach out to this people, we start a conversation with them. They're then funneled to our project manager who um, has a direct conversation with them, sends them an application. Once they fill out the application, in some cases, they may be required to make a purchase and others will, in other cases, depending on their reach and their, their engagement within that niche space, we'll just onboard them. So we do it on a one-to-one -one basis through social media, through social or through email, and then we'll also run different marketing campaigns with the digital marketing team for that brand to find these affiliates. And I, you know, that's, that's interesting too. So when you're reaching out to the uh, potential affiliates, sometimes you require them to purchase the product. Sometimes they might get it for free. What's kind of the best practice that you found and what are the variables you have to consider? Because if you sometimes get people products are free, they might not buy or can add, be pretty costly as that adds up versus maybe requiring them to buy and then giving them a rebate later when they post. Like what are kind of the best practices you found? Yeah, and, and, and this kind of is very brand dependent as well, but what we have found in most cases is that um, if it is a product that we are able to steeply discount, um, then we will require them, most affiliates to make a purchase. We usually segment these affiliates into two tiers, what we call like our regular affiliate and a VIP affiliate. A VIP affiliate would be someone who we have already kind of vetted and we understand that they have, they, they their audience is our 
ideal customer. So we're going to probably send them a product um, and then we're going to give them this exclusive opportunity with a higher commission and a higher personal discount to be a VIP affiliate. And what we found in most cases is that giving them kind of that title really does result in them creating content effectively. The other affiliates that we, we you know, see potential in, but don't necessarily think that they're going to be like a rock star or VIP affiliate will require them to make a uh, a discounted purchase anywhere from we've seen 20% all the way up to 75% off. Um, if it's a high ticket item, um, for example, I'll go back to like the cybersecurity. We can't require each one of these uh, affiliates to make a $7,000 purchase in order to become an affiliate. So what we'll do is give them a very exclusive discount on this, something that no one else would be able to have, but definitely don't require them to make that $7,000 purchase in which case we would actually have to give a lot more affiliate education because that affiliate isn't going to be you know, using that software. They're not gonna be using that product. So depending on the price of the item or the service, that's when you know the only place that you'll see this really becoming an, an issue. But in most cases, I would recommend to get these people to make a purchase, you know, give them some skin in the game or require them to have that product in their hand or use that service. So then once you onboard kind of these new affiliates, how do you actually build a regular engagement with them? How often do you, how often do you reach out to them? What do you send them? Is it monthly? Is it weekly? What does that look like? Yeah, so our community managers are interacting with these people on a daily or weekly basis. You know, they're checking in with them as a group and then they'll individually be checking in on them as well. And we've kind of set up a process and this will vary from brand to brand, but in most cases we'll set a, a 60 day reminder to check in and make sure, you know, see who has created content, who has driven sales, who has, you know, created, a, a, even if it's just content for brand awareness, are they active in the community? If not, we'll ask them, you know, we'll ask them for feedback. Why haven't, or why haven't you been active in the community? What can we do to improve this program? It's a great opportunity for the brand to, uh, to gather feedback, but it's also an opportunity for us to kind of remind them. You know, we have to assume everybody else has lives going on. They may be entrepreneurs themselves looking for additional revenue. If so, some people just need a little tap on the shoulder and others are may, may not be interested, in which case we'll give them 30 more days to um, pick up their activity. And if not, we'll just disable their personal discount code in most cases and say, hey, if this is something you wanna come back to in the future, let us know and we'd be happy to reinstate that. And then what does that community look like amongst affiliates? Like, do you set up a, a Slack or a Facebook group for affiliates so that they can kind of communicate with each other and share like best practices and cool content? Um, how do you manage that? Yeah, some brands prefer to use Slack. Some of them we set up on Facebook, but it kind of just a sidebar hint here. We found that Facebook is becoming increasingly more difficult to get people to join um, group-wise. I think people create a group for everything and it's just almost feels spammy to ask people to join another group. And I mean, like even myself personally, like I lost my Facebook password like four months ago and I haven't logged back in. So I just don't think it's like, really, I don't, I don't think people are as active on Facebook as they once were. Um, another thing that we've been doing is creating a private Facebook page, and then we'll individually invite people there. Or I'm sorry, a private Instagram page. I, I think I, I think I said Facebook, a private Instagram page, and we'll invite people uh, one by one there. And then we'll actually post like reminders as, um, as static posts. And then we'll put up stories uh, with content that can easily be shared. So 
we've seen that work. Um, another thing that works really well is if someone has the ability to actually add a community to their website that is login only. That's something that we've actually done for our Rexy affiliate program is the affiliates actually have a portal within our, our member site so that we can communicate with them there. I love it, Kelsey. These have been all really great and amazing tips. And I appreciate you sharing you know, the details of how you work because as brands do this, there is a time commitment, there is an investment, but it can have a huge payoff, and especially with the rising cost of digital advertising spend. If you can really just build a solid um, system and framework, then you can really grow your business without having to scale all those advertising costs on top of it. Yeah, this is just like, you know, coming from personal experience as a brand owner who, you know, had to bootstrap everything. I started my my brand with my small savings account back in 2017 and used that to and used affiliate marketing to to scale it. It was the only way that I could really, you know, scale my business effectively without having to risk thousands and thousands of dollars on influencers or digital digital marketing campaigns. And so I, I think we see brands, you know, eye to eye, we really can meet them where they're at. And that's why we've been able to build such such successful affiliate marketing programs for each individual brand um, and really see a ton of success over time for, for brands like, you know, definitely that are in, in food bevy and, and, and brands across all industries, really. Excellent. Kelsey, thanks so much for being on the show today. Yeah, I'll drop you. more info in the show notes on how you can get in touch with Kelsey and Rex and uh, Rexy so you can learn more and set up an affiliate program for your brand uh, today. Thanks so much, Kelsey. Thank you.